Hello, you're watching 15 Minutes or Less, or potentially listening to us. It depends where you pick up the podcast. Hi, I am Mabs, and with me this week, we have... Amy! Paris Amy number one. And joining us, new... Sarah. And it's quite fitting you're joining us, Sarah, because this week we are on to the letter S. Amazing. So just in time <laughs> for Sarah to join. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Hilarious. Um, right, so uh, this week we are on to the letter S and we are talking about school for 15 minutes or less. So I'm just going to get the clock up and we're going to start now. So um, I'd like to start first. Perhaps does anyone have any fond memories of school that they'd like to share? Or does everyone look back at school and think that was a bad time? Bad time. time. Really bad time. Yeah, so there's not, very, not many positive vibes about school. Where did you go to school, Amy White? Team high. Team high. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a, one of those like programs you watch after school, like on your way home. You're like, oh, I've got to get home, got to watch Team <laughs> Highs on it for. <laughs> it was a bit like that. The dramas that went on in my school was just ridiculous. Kids were so mean. I had awful memories at school. So everyone around the table sort of what went to secondary school, primary school around the London area? Mm-hmm. I did. Outside of London. Outside of London. So where, whereabouts? Leatherhead. In Surrey, St Andrews. Sarah, how about you? Uh, it was in Upminster, so by the end of the district line, so it's in like Haverhill. Okay, so you see, I went to a school called Mountbatten School, which was sort of near Southampton. But Paris, too. It was outside of London as well. Yeah, yeah. H- <laughs> how far? It was like an ocean away. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I went to school in Iran. So you're going to have had a very different experience to all of us um i guess so yeah, yeah. okay cool so what was school like in around paris do um i have interesting memories f- from my school but i think that's because all the good memories are about the time we broke the rules of the school <laughs> um, i think a lot of people have that yeah yeah like looking bad i i always think why did i took everything so seriously because the best moment were the moment we just did crazy stuff yeah it's like <laughs> you want to rebel you know be young yeah, and rebellious that was, that was really fun time yeah yeah that was good i mean that's 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 fun fun memories um did uh you all have to wear a school uniform i had to wear a school uniform yeah, yeah, it's pretty hideous. Yeah, pretty hideous. Nice and green. Green. Very dark green with a long pleated skirt. Mm. Oh, no. So beautiful. Blazer, <laughs> tie, the whole thing. Is that the goal to make everyone on a track? <laughs> well, Probably. I know that one of the main things they always try and say about school uniforms being beneficial is that obviously it puts kids, especially because they're state schools, on a even footing so it's meant to sort of like cut down on bullying and things like that isn't it because supposedly you're all sort of meant to look the same but there's always the always the rebels people that don't tuck their shirt in <laughs> i was people. a rebel yeah skirt too short yeah yeah there yeah. you go That's and the there's pattern yeah. tights as well you weren't allowed pattern cool. tights in my school and Ooh. yeah yeah, regulation earrings, regulation this, regulation. Broke that rule as well. No yeah. earrings. Mm. No, none at all, not even studs. No. No, same oh. with me, but I wore them. Yeah, I wore clear plastic <laughs> ones because that's the only thing you oh, were really? allowed. Oh, yeah. no, we were allowed studs at least, but not hoops. Really? Mm. Our mm. uniform was navy blue and I had draw- Good colours, yep. drawing on it with those white marker do you guys remember oh what tipex thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Just and to draw on your blue and every morning <laughs> our principal would say 
you need to watch this. You cannot go to school <laughs> looking <laughs> like this. I've never seen that before. It was like a graffiti, but on my, you know. Oh, <laughs> like I see. Every morning I would add something. Wow. Someone would write something. Unique. <laughs> like yeah. a plaster cast. It's just, it was so much fun because I like the idea of not thinking what you're going to wear every morning. Mm. And we would, I didn't worry about my uniform getting dirty. Mm. It was, it was that part of it I liked. But yes, I looked hideous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, navy blue, very strong color. That was the same as my school. But what, one of the things actually I, I thought might be interesting to bring up on this point is when... I went to secondary school, which is a very, very long time ago now. It was uh, quite a progressive and contentious issue of whether girls were allowed to wear trousers at school. Mm. And that was a big deal. And obviously now, um, you know, bringing it more up to date, that's the thing that's even happening in the workplace. I think there was a story quite recently about Virgin, uh, Virgin Atlantic aircraft and stuff. So they're now, they, they were always very like, you know, women at work for Virgin Atlantic got to wear the red skirt and all that. And now yeah. that policy's kind of changed. So, you know, you're talking... I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, I was at secondary school and that was like people were campaigning for girls to be able to wear trousers. And I still see this come up, mm. like, you know, people being sent home for not wearing the correct stuff. Did, was that something that ever came up when you were at school? Was that really a big issue that anyone felt passionately about? Yeah, because it was a bit of a punishment in my school. So we had a blue, just like, checked kilt that we had to wear mm. at school. So it was like, if you wanted to wear the trousers, you had to wear them in that pattern as trousers and they were hideous and oh like God. I think now they'd actually be really stylish but at the time no one wanted to wear them so it was like no one wanted to wear the trousers but it should have always been an option for people to be honest yeah I mean it seems kind of stupid thinking about it now but like it it, it, it was a, a huge huge deal um and now none of us wear uniforms to work <laughs> Although some people kind of do, don't they? If they sort of like, if you work in finance, or maybe, yeah. but, or if you work in a job where you literally have a uniform, if you're a police officer or something like that, do you think people like sometimes choose the line of work they want because they like a uniform? Oh, of course. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. Or they like looking at a uniform. Yeah. <laughs> Uniformdating.com. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> I see where this is going. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, let's, I'll just move on. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about subjects. So um, did anyone have a, like, a particular favourite subject? And I know we're all in a similar line of work now. But, you know, when you were sort of at secondary school, 16 years old, 15 years old, that age of your life, where it's important to know what you want in your future. No one knows. Um, are there any subjects you particularly liked that you did? It was always art. That was the only thing that I actually liked doing. But I think that's quite a lot of most people if you're doing this kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Always art. Even in year seven, I, apparently I was the only one that was good at it. And I got nominated for a Jack Petchy Award when I was, what, 11, 12. That's World a, famous Jack Petchy. And I was like, I've done, I've made a bottle with sweet wrappers on it. I don't think that's <laughs> oh, That's art. Yeah. Um, Very nice. Yeah, that's the only thing I actually enjoyed. Hated PE. Not the one for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's an interesting one as well, isn't it? Because PE is one of those things that's, it is mandatory in this country, isn't it? And, yeah. uh, but a lot of people are unsure of whether it should be. But there are a lot of health benefits. But it does, at that age of your life, create a lot of awkwardness. You know, mm. again, like, because we did you have PE kit as well? Yeah, you had to wear, yeah, PE kit. Like, <laughs> hated that. 
purposely yeah, forget totally that agree. every week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot it. And then you get detention for that. And then you <laughs> always knew the kids that were like come from a slightly poorer background because they were still wearing the same pair of shorts they got bought in year seven, yeah. wearing them in year 11. And you Aww. just felt so bad for them, you know, because they're very tight. Not <laughs> <laughs> quite. Um, but obviously school shapes everything kind of in your early mm. years and going forward in your life. And uh, we were having a chat about this last week, Paris, too, but it's like subjects that you feel like you should have learned at school mm. that you didn't, that you don't get taught. Is there like things now you're like, I wish I'd learned that or people should learn that because people seem like they're idiots or something. Not that I've ever <laughs> talked about people being stupid on this podcast. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Like money management. Yeah, I think yeah. that's an important thing. That Life skills. Should you know, cooking, not setting fire to yourself, that sort of thing. Yeah. I was uh, actually saying this weekend to Paris Do that actually something we don't really teach is how to care for people and how to care for animals and wildlife. And actually there's a lot of people out there with a lot of cold hearts where they've been in unfortunate backgrounds or mm. not had the opportunity to, say, be with animals because they're family, they've never had family pets. Just stuff like that, really, to just, lo- like, learn how to love living things mm. um i think that is a huge thing that a lot of people don't know and that's they where like that bullying comes a lot in, in preschools though don't they where you'll find that they'll bring up chickens or something mm. like that in yeah but it's just it's just that you're very young and you forget a lot of stuff when you're if yeah. i think it's something that needs constant nurturing yeah to show people i think i was very blessed enough because i always had animals so i have a, a huge respect for nature and wildlife and even now i'm a huge a huge mm. animal lover and it just how do you it's think shaped they me. should teach that <sighs> difficult my sixth one question farm. yeah, yeah. Oh, i guess so yeah learn how to care for animals and raise them i mean i live across um from a from a primary school now and in that primary school they've got a little like vegetable garden so they mm. clearly must go out there at some point in the year that's and yeah, like do that sort of thing with kids and i know that's something that um my 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 cousin's just relocated from new zealand with her family which is obviously a country that's massively into the outdoors and that sort of thing so They've tried to really make sure they pick a school for her, for her kids that, you know, are like they go out literally once a week in the woods and play in the woods and do a lesson in the woods. Um, I mean, it is a not city school, so they have obviously that option. But it's, it's interesting that that is mm. coming to the forefront is certainly something that it, there feels like there is a disconnect between um, those aspects that, of life that I think perhaps people always assumed because they were brought up that way and you had that as a kid that are taken for granted. And I suppose that's the grey area, is it not? That where does the responsibility lie Mm. on matters like that? How much is a school's responsibility? Because we were talking about this and some of the stuff, I'm not sure school should decide those things for children. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, But like generally most companies they're focused on soft skill like if you come to the company and you don't know how to work with certain software that's a that's a that's a skill you can learn if you have the right mm. attitude if you can you know self-sufficient you can motivate yourself mm-hmm. you can focus but those those things they don't teach those things in school. yeah they have to focus on mental health um how to you know, be emotionally intelligent, manage your emotions. Well, that's a very important point because I think one of the things we've discussed in the past sort of away from the podcast is that how education has reshaped in this country, certainly in recent years, to be a lot more 
geared to intellectual intelligence, academic intelligence, and there isn't so much of an emphasis perhaps on emotional intelligence, which is you know massively massively vital skills, um, which might be why those sort of outdoors type activities are so valuable um we're coming up near to the end of this episode so i just wanted to talk quickly about something else which um is a massive part of any school life which is homework and coursework (laughs) and things like that which was always always a nightmare um i was reading quite interestingly in advance of this because there's always things that come up about like kids given so much homework they're given too much homework um but apparently the average um secondary and primary school and I don't know where that lies because it's a very broad spectrum because I feel like you'd have a lot more homework and coursework doing a GCSE than you would at other times. Mm-hmm. But the average for the UK is about five hours a week, whereas in Shanghai, it's about 14 hours a week outside wow. of school. Wow. Um, and obviously, I know they have issues with um, kids just like being so... I, th- I think, but in the UK, you guys stay in school for longer hours. Mm. Yeah, like, I, I remember we would go home at 12. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. What time did you start? Nine? Uh, seven. Oh, oh okay. no, then no. Seven, same. twelve, we would like have lunch with our family at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's it. But we had lots of homework. Mm-hmm. And I made a lot of money because I did other kids' homework. Oh my god. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so you were that I was kid. hustling. So hard. That is so I great. Paris <laughs> so has always been there with the side hustle. So. <laughs> Starting with my brother, then I branch out. <laughs> business yeah, cards yeah, and say. everything <laughs> yeah cause, I mean I, I think there's like uh, homework is a little bit more representative of real life like homework and coursework and that mm-hmm. side of it what I always uh, struggle with myself at school which I think is perhaps um, something that is different now is there is more of an emphasis again on exams which seems to be putting a lot of stress and pressure on kids that are at school there's a lot of stuff about kids getting panic attacks anxiety attacks which obviously is interesting given uh, we sort of said a lack of uh, mindfulness and mental mm. health training and things like that um but do you not think that it is more representative of how most things operate in real life it's not generally all gearing up to one big do or do or fail moment like you know you you are kind of always bumbling through working on stuff i just i just don't know what the benefits are of teaching that way yeah i don't think exams should define us either i think there's so much pressure on people to decide what they want to do at 16 Mm. and get the right results and whatever but we all had this conversation the other day it doesn't define how well you do in life just by a grade that you get absolutely I did terrible in school, college, and even uni. But yeah, I've I've found my path mm. in what I do. I know I do well and I enjoy, and I've done, and now I've got a really great career out of it. Yeah. I think the key focus is do what you love and find a career in it, and you'll always succeed. Yeah. And it's not always what you know; it's who you know. Exactly. Yeah. Which is which is probably a good and bad thing. Yeah. In, in many ways. Because <laughs> if you yeah. don't know, who you are, everyone, good luck with failing your exams. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stress kids. I mean, that's that sounds like great advice. Just don't bother. <laughs> don't bother, and you could be here on fifteen minutes or less. Yeah, well, we've all ended up here, and um, we're more or less up to time now. So, um, oh, fifteen minutes less. Yeah, yeah, we've done it in about fourteen minutes and forty-five seconds. And since you complained a little while ago about, I've wanted this for the whole time. So <laughs> just blame me. Thanks. Oh, that's good. Um, Sarah, how did you find your first podcast? Yeah, no, I think it went well. It was good. 
adequate very good yeah. <laughs> um, well uh, thanks very much for listening and watching the podcast on YouTube Facebook SoundCloud wherever you picked us up um, we'll be back again next time where we will be discussing time travel and I'm going to end uh, this podcast with a little Chinese proverb about school that I found which says teachers open the door but you enter by yourself that's profound isn't it mm. I tried to class it up a bit what do you think very good yeah you yes wonderful James Okay, well, you, can, you, well you, you, you all know where the door is. So you can get out. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, that's wrong. <laughs>